0: i Spaces
1: Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, June 3rd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the IBC Gang Lounge, hosted by Lil Gaines. Let's take a listen.
2: Welcome. Oh, wow, look at my audience. This is nuts. Look at all the people in this chat. Love it.
3: I love it. Starting the space a little late
2: because our friends and that team and... Atlas Dow had their space going on, so we decided to wait a little bit. Hey Tank, welcome. I'm gonna invite you to speak, Tank. We're just we're just gonna have a nice little chill night here. I don't want to drag it too long, so welcome to just come up and,
3: and speak. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Meanwhile, we fill up the room a little bit and get some speakers up here. I'm going to play some music. Play some music. Let's see. Hey, Tank. Yo, what's going on, fellas?
2: Hey, not much. Just hanging out. So you do a little bit of jiu-jitsu, huh, dude?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, just started not too long ago. I was, uh, for years, I did bodybuilding and uh, professional powerlifting or semi-professional. Powerlifting. Uh, but yeah, I got kind of old. In my flow kind of, everything started hurting. And I was like, you know what? I just got to start moving. So I picked up jiu-jitsu about a year ago. So it's it's been fun. It's been challenging, but super fun.
2: Do you always have to have, like, some sort of hobby that is like a stress reliever and that you have fun doing it, you know?
4: Oh, for sure, man. For sure, especially with everything we go through in in the markets and all that stuff. And I got two little ones, so I'm like, I got to get away. Every once in a while, I got to go choke somebody or something.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: my stress reliever um, is going trail riding, quadding and stuff. And that right there, dude, it's just once I'm on that machine and going through the woods – it kind of just like I forget about all my issues, all my problems, relieve so much stress. You get a good, you actually get good exercise by doing it. I'm not going to lie. You you get a lot of exercise. Because yeah, you, actually. You're know, holding the before, steady, and going through corners and shit. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You're holding on the whole hold. Damn-
2: yeah. Yeah, you are. You are. I got a good workout um, for sure. I, most of the time I'm riding, I'm going like 40 miles an hour and I'm standing up and going through turns and stuff. So I'm not just like sitting down and going like five to 10 miles an hour. So it's it oh, yeah, it kind of like a little. I was sitting down me.
4: like five. There's no way I'm doing that. dude. <laughs> you're dangerous then, man. You're, <laughs> you're, they're, they're, you're, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I got a video of me, I think, hitting at uh, I think it was like around 56 miles per hour in the in the woods, bro. And that that is scary. That is so scary, but you just sometimes you just gotta like just do it. Fucking
6: do That's it. That's scary, man. bro. That reminds me of like Star Wars on those little bikes, you know what I mean? Where they're like going through <laughs> those trees and <I'm> like
4: <laughs> You never know when an ewok's yeah. gonna jump out and fuck up your day.
3: <laughs> yeah.
6: Shit. What's up, putmos? I see Putmos in here. I haven't seen him in a while. I've been wondering yeah. when we're gonna be able to utilize whatever Putmos is gonna fetch for us.
2: He was the first one in the space, actually, so appreciate him for stopping by and just listening
6: in. We
2: haven't had a little like IBC gang chill lounge in a little while. So I'm looking
6: forward to it. Yeah, I was enjoying the talks about. You know what you do for mental health because man, it's been getting busy right now, and like, I feel like taking the time for yourself is super important, especially when it's like so hot. now, like, damn. Yeah. So Clay, talk talk to
2: us about what you do
6: to just like relieve stress
2: and and get away from all your problems. What 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 is it that you like to do? Well, I know I already I, but everybody else
6: basically like have a I like to have a ritual like you, you know every day do 30 minutes of exercise and like just dedicate that time to yourself. And then if you can, you know, squeeze in that twice a day, man, that's like the super perfect amount. Usually like 30 minutes in the morning and like 15 minutes at night just take some time to like focus on your breathing or, you know, uh exercise in some way and man, that really rejuvenates like your brain and moves around blood to places it hasn't been in a while. It just feels so good. And uh, yeah, especially when the market is down and, and everybody's mental health is kind of crashed and everybody's lost a lot of money. It's It's definitely a good time to take a step back and remember that, you know, you're just a human on a rock and <laughs> you know, just trying to do the best you can and crypto is just a tool that hopefully can get us where we want to go as a society and like you know you still got to focus on yourself sometimes and and give yourself that mental break so that you can you know recharge and be the best person that you can be
2: (laughs) yeah yep and tank you want to talk a little bit about yourself i know you already kind of mentioned it earlier but
4: yeah yeah for sure uh like i said earlier uh you know if i was Tried to stay active, you know, through through everything—powerlifting, bodybuilding. I now do jiu-jitsu which is super. I mean, super challenging in itself and and whatnot. But it, it is like like you guys are saying—it's it's crucial, man, for your own mental, spiritual, or whatever well-being that you need to take care of. uh it, You know, you, you can't just sit there and stare at screens or work yourself to death. You got to do stuff for yourself, or at least got to have some time to yourself. So, yeah, I actually I love this conversation. You know. We, Every nowadays, like, you don't hear people really talking about the stuff that really matters. I mean, we always talk about crypto and stuff like that. But, you know, you, you only got one body. You only got so much time here. Like you're saying, we're, on, we're all on this one little rock. So you got to take care of yourself. So I try.
2: Yeah, yeah. And before I used to, like, do a lot of, like, trail riding, uh, one thing I used to do a lot, like I'm talking about a lot, was riding my bike. Um, I, But I didn't have that, like, nice little fancy bike that, that Clay has with, like, you know, like those, um what do you call those kind of bikes, Clay? The one that you got? It's like a mountain bike, isn't it?
6: Yeah, I, I think it's more like a speed or a roadster, like a road mm-hmm. bike is what it's called. And yeah, like that, that's my favorite thing to do is biking. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Love to just get out in the na- nature and smell the leaves and the fresh oxygen coming from the trees. It's just amazing.
2: Yeah, I used to ride a lot, um, but it was more like of a BMX style bike and i would ride it oh my god how many miles dude jeez at least like 5 miles every other day or so but i i would just love that feeling of you know going anywhere with the bike having that wind just like hit your face i don't know i just and i got a good pump out of it good exercise definitely was a, a lot in better shape when i was younger
4: yeah i can i can attest to that man i feel ah oh, i'm in my 40s <laughs> I'm in my 40s and I roll with these uh 20 year olds, 18 year olds sometimes, and I'm like, they're you know, they're just ready to go at all times and ready to pick it back up after you rolled for five minutes. And I'm like, give me a second, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: You
7: know.
2: Yeah I, well, yeah, I just turned 30 not too long ago. And you know, people always say, dude, when you hit your 30s, you're gonna wake up and you're gonna feel like crap. You you can't even barely. Like go go out and drink anymore because you know, the hangovers are really bad. Like it's not that it's not that bad as they said it. Like for me, I, I still feel like like I don't know. Like I got plenty of energy to do stuff. I don't feel like I'm like super old.
4: I'll oh, do so, my thirties enjoy a while last, man. Yeah, thirties were great. That forties isn't that bad either. It's just you know, it just dep- it it always depends on who you're comparing yourself to. And I'm comparing myself to like fucking eighteen year olds and twenty year olds. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of asking for it. But yeah, I mean, it it just depends on, you know, how you're comparing it, I think. My 30s were great. You know, I didn't have kids. I was just getting married. It was perfect, man. I I was.
2: Oh, somebody hit the
3: mute button. Not sure who. It wasn't me. My fault. I was trying to accept Ah. Callum. Oh, you're
4: good.
3: good. You're good. You're good. I've done that before. (laughs)
2: No, like, tank, like you were saying, 30s. Yeah, they're great for me. Uh, I'm personally enjoying my my first 30th birthday that I just passed. Uh, I'm looking forward to many more years.
4: Oh, right on, and dude! Happy belated I, birthday!
2: I'm looking forward to um, doing a lot of traveling. I love going to different places and just love traveling. So I'm looking forward to Austin, Texas, next week. I'm sure you're going to be there,
7: right?
4: Ah, oh, I want to again. I got all kinds of commitments and two little boys, so and it's summertime. They got off school, so I couldn't go like, oh, so I wanted oh. to though. It's not Shoot. that far, it's Tennessee. I, I I really could have, but like, man, I just I can't even right now. It's actually my uh son's my youngest son's birthday and I snuck out walking my dog so I could be on the on the spaces.
2: <laughs> Looking forward to Columbia though, right? You're gonna go to Columbia?
4: Maybe. Can't do that either. Yeah. That's actually right on a time where I actually have a different commitment for a medical summit that me and my wife have to go to.
2: Jeez, bro. You're so busy. Dude.
4: Well, you guys are too. Shit. It's just, yeah. That's how it is, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah.
2: You have, how many, how many businesses you got? Because I heard your, uh, your YouTube streamer, uh, was it yesterday you were talking about yeah, it?
4: Yeah. Well, I got Real Estate uh, Endeavors. Like, I just purchased another... uh million dollar extension for our medical practice here in Tennessee. We live like 20 minutes south of uh Nashville. So we just bought an extension there. Um I have uh my property business where I have a couple of uh, rentals down in uh Florida and I got to go down there next month to actually go take a look at another house that we're purchasing right down there in Panama City. Uh so I mean that and on top of uh have I'm a silent shareholder now. I kind of took a back step just because it was too much but uh I help open a lot of fitness gyms. Like, uh, I don't know if you know who uh, Brandon Curry is. Uh, He was the previous Mr. Olympia. Uh, Just recently, he actually lives here in Tennessee, right in the same town that I live in. So I helped him start open a carbon culture uh, in the area that we live. So now we have two, well, actually, we just extended to, we have a, we had a small location here in the town that I live, and then we opened up a humongous location, a uh, two-story pretty large facility uh in the next county over and now we literally just recently took over another uh which used to be a gold gym uh section here for carbon culture and so i got man i got so many irons in the in the in the fire right now so it's hard sometimes it's i don't know how the hell i do it to be honest with you
3: <laughs> jeez I'm, i know, I know yeah. man it's
4: crazy. it's crazy a lot of I, coffee
2: a lot of coffee right a yeah. lot what well, got you started into doing that kind of stuff? Did you already have family members involved, or uh, don't want doctors? I don't want to dox you, but yeah, I'm just curious. No,
4: I don't mind. Actually, I don't mind. I like I actually tell everybody on the streams, like you know, hell, I'm on YouTube. You, you see my face. People can find me if they want to. It's kind of one of those things. It's like, ah, eh, kind of. I understand, like not putting it all out there, but I really don't mind. Um, no, I, you know, I never. I've been asked that before, and I thought about it, and I, it's still. I didn't really actually plan on on being that busy or being that deep into investing. It just kind of happened that way. I know. Uh, I always tell people, kind of, I, I got a, I guess I got a a good break from a a personal friend who I consider a mentor, uh, who gave me my first start in real estate and you know just put me down a rabbit hole and convinced me. It was giving me speeches at the time. Uh, you know, the most money ever made was through real estate endeavors before crypto. That is, uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to change now that cryptos around. Um, and then, you know, it just stuck with me. And so I got into real estate, started being pretty successful here in Nashville and, uh, started buying up properties and one thing led to another. And, you know, luckily I met my beautiful wife that she was already a doctor and it just kind of, everything fell into place. So it's kind of just one of those things that organically happened.
3: Wow. That's, that's beautiful. That's, that's definitely beautiful.
2: And, uh, yeah, no, being a doctor. Wow. Yeah. A lot of work there.
4: Uh no, I'm I mean, no work. just being just being married to one is a lot of work. <laughs> and she's uh she's she's a dentist. She's a special like kind of a specialized dentist. So um I get I get kind of ragged on all the time about all kinds of my habits. Like stop grinding, you know, powerlifting. Oh, stop grinding your teeth, stop doing this, brush your <laughs> teeth, this and that. I'm like, oh shut up. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, that's just married life. So <laughs> yeah
2: never been to Tennessee, by the way.
3: What's oh, you should! There? It's
4: beautiful. It's it's. I'm I'm originally from Hawaii, uh, and moved out here about when I was 21 years old. I'm 41 now, so uh, pretty much a long time now. I I consider this home, but it it is beautiful. I had my my thoughts at first when I you know before I moved here, but I love it. It's centralized. It's not too far from everything. You can get places on a plane pretty cheaply and pretty pretty quickly. So the taxes are great. They're pro crypto. The no taxes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I've been to, uh,
2: the closest place, I would say maybe South Carolina from Tennessee. Spent, yeah. it yeah. a really nice time in, in South Carolina. There's some really nice spots in South Carolina, some water, tons of waterfalls to go and see if anybody yep. likes waterfalls. That area is so nice.
8: Hey, Caleb, what's up? And Mayor, how you guys doing? hey man doing good doing good. I was over in the Knox spaces listening to those guys and that, that was good but uh crypto tank man uh Tennessee is beautiful. I've been down there a couple of times went to uh uh Gatlinburg area and pigeon forge i I think it was pigeon forge we we did It's amazing like you talk about real estate like Tennessee's kind of been blowing up like you know a lot of the other places, but it's it's such a uh, a great place to um, you know you can build a little cabin and then like just rent it out for like almost you know 11 months out of the year so oh, yeah
4: you're, you're right especially in Gatlinburg Gatlinburg is beautiful the Smoky Mountains yeah. up there I mean it's just it's just different it's so beautiful uh, but yeah you're absolutely right I mean the, it's the yeah. one thing we got great I <laughs> For many different reasons, especially business wise, I love Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is just like every other place, probably a, a little bit more. But it's in very high demand, so the housing mm-hmm. is, is kind of ridiculous. But I mean, being in housing, I kind of like it. So yeah. hopefully, the bubble I, doesn't pop. <laughs> yeah, I haven't spent much time in Nashville.
8: I've 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 heard a lot of people say it's awesome, and I, I want to. I I would like to get down there sometime, but you know. I think you know I, you guys got great weather. You know I'm a little bit further up north. I think Gaines is is further up north too. But it's like, yeah, I think a lot of people are just trying to get a little bit further south. And um, like you said, I I, ha- I have heard that they're they're doing some crypto friendly legislation as
4: far as miners and stuff down there. So and yeah, we actually uh, speaking of that, I actually was talking about that um, about a month ago, I think, on my stream when it first popped up. Um, I think on both sides, I I usually, I I try not to get political on my streams. You you guys know how that is. I just, I don't play that game. Uh, But it was was kind of fascinating because when I was looking into it, it was on both sides of the aisle uh, and in between that it was pretty much unanimous that they were, you know, looking to put, I think what it was is they were looking to uh, accept crypto on the Tennessee books. So like they were literally looking to like, you know, start investing kind of like what they're doing down in uh, Miami or Florida. And I was like, man, that's that's awesome. I actually it inspired me. I wanted to go to my local uh, county that I live in and kind of approach the mayor that we ha- I, I, I kind of have connections here, uh, especially with my businesses and stuff like that. But I wanted to go to the city hall and kind of attend one of the meetings there and just bring it up to where it's like, hey, why don't we the, the town I live in, you know, we have we have a pretty good balance like you know we have a surplus right now so i was like why don't we actually just like start investing into crypto or bitcoin or something like that be a you know crypto friendly uh county or something like that i was i was thinking it'd be a great time but yeah you know always yeah. busy yeah. so and you could always just say hey
8: let's just start out with 2% you know let's yeah, not go something, let's something not go minor. crazy yeah just yeah. just 2% of whatever uh um the the uh the, you know, community budget, not or not the budget, the treasury, you know, it's like, hey, like if, if we do have a little bit of a um, a positive, you know, cash flow, we can put two percent in or something.
4: Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? I, like, you know, I sat there and it was brainstorming that. Could you imagine the counties across the U.S.? Uh, I know a lot of them aren't like this, but, the, the you know, the counties that are in positions like that, uh, that have surplus in their books like i I know here where i live there's sometimes where i just go what the hell are they doing they're just looking to spend money because if they don't spend money they're going to lose it. i'm like why don't you guys just all invest just a small tiny amount like you're saying into you know obviously like bitcoin to start or something like that like it 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 would be amazing for the adoption of crypto throughout our country and then and then that would be like you know starting this you know set a standard or whatnot so
8: yeah i think the hard part is for you know the custody and all that stuff but that it'd be awesome to see that. I, I mean it's like you could always try to connect with um the city of Miami and and you know how how they're doing it. But um yeah I know a lot of the hardcore Bitcoin people like it's it's the local governments are like really you know, it's so much different than than the federal governments because like the feds can just print dollars into oblivion and that's what they're doing, you know, but a lot of these local towns and counties like they can't do that so it's like you said it's like they actually have to balance a budget
4: yeah yep
8: for sure yeah anyways man i've I've seen a couple of your your videos on youtube man i i enjoy your content and um glad glad we were able to get in the space together man and um if i'm ever down in nashville i might try to say hello
4: (laughs) yeah i would i would love that man and honestly uh and i really do appreciate the positive feedback you know it's small. I'm learning. It's it's kind of a bumpy road when you're trying to trying to grow and trying to do it organically and trying to do it the right ways. It's definitely a steep learning curve uh, at times, it feels like. But I, I definitely appreciate the support and the feedback. I, I would love, I've been telling a couple of you guys, I, I would love to have some of you guys from uh, Cosmospaces or all of you guys at some point, if we can... Yeah coordinate a time that works. and we're all on different timetables, but, uh, I would love to have some of you guys on the stream just, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of shoot the breeze. I absolutely love yeah. that. Cause I
8: know, I know you do, tr- you do tend to focus on, on trading sometime and like trends and stuff like that, but you also talk about different projects and, and stuff. So you kind of, you kind of go, go dabble in a little bit of everything, I think from at least what I've seen.
4: Yeah. I, I, I do that in the very beginning. I do a little yeah. bit of TA or whatnot. Uh, And, and, you know, honestly, uh, I do that just to kind of spice it up. I don't think as far as uh, people on YouTube that cover Cosmos-related content, I don't think there's very many people. I know there's a few outliers, but I don't really know if they're like, I don't don't know how to say that, very popular. I don't know how Mm -hmm. they're communicating. Give a little bit of insight about at least what I'm seeing, not that I know if I'm right or not, just right. I'm seeing just to kind of change things up, but yeah, it's kind of i'm i I just stay open for anything that's popping up and anything that's interesting happening yeah. in our space it's good stuff, and it's like i I think you know obviously
8: you know the market tends to follow what bitcoin's doing, and you know bit bitcoin's stuck in this range you know 30k and sub 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 30 you know and it's just like it's good to cover that because you know so many of the alts are just so affected by what bitcoin does you know if bitcoin's going to go sub 25k it's going to affect everything else but it it's good to cover some of that stuff it it's helpful it helps people keep perspective on you know why the market's down and stuff like that
4: yeah for sure i i do find it 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 does uh no matter how many times it kind of runs, you know, across the discussion table in our discord or whatnot, I do find it kind of, it is shocking how little most people that you would even think because they're in crypto, you know, you would think they kind of know at least the basics of things. Uh, they, they really don't. You know, there's still a lot, which, which just tells me that we're still very, very early and have a lot more maturing to do as far as like as a whole, uh, not just the Cosmos space, like as a whole though in crypto. Uh, because I still get people all the time that's in my Discord that I would think you know know probably what I'm going to be talking about. Go, hey, what did you mean by you know futures or options or like what? Wh- why do why is everything else go down when Bitcoin goes out? I'm like, are you serious? You, you don't know. Like I guess I do need to keep saying this kind of stuff. So yeah, that's that's kind of the, the whole reason why I do that every morning, just to kind of whoever is coming in that hasn't seen it or you know maybe has seen it but needs to be reminded. Uh, you know, I've been in. Trading and investing and obviously doing all this stuff for years now. it doesn't change yeah it's there's a new label on it, but it's still the same game it's It's just money and money moves the same way, no matter where it's at, kind of like water, right It's gonna go fill up an empty spot in the bucket or in in whatever container it's at, uh, you know depending on how you shift it. so I try to keep perspective and and keep it in the back uh, of people's mind, just some food for thought for people to digest, yeah.
8: Yeah, I remember like 20 years ago, I, I, I kind of got into stocks. That's when I was younger. And um, this was like during the tech bubble and all that stuff back in like 2000, 2001. And I was, you know, like a, a younger guy in my, you know, um, and uh, I didn't realize that people were shorting the market, you know, like when all the tech stocks took off, you know, and then it's like, you realize that there's this whole other side of players that are that are that are going to short and um until you understand the whole dynamics of all that stuff and it's you know I've never I never really got into that um but it's the same way with crypto too it's like when the market's going down you know it, and and it's risky you know it's very risky to short cuz they shorts can get burned at at any moment you know if you if you don't cover your short and all of a sudden bitcoin pops back up to like 40k you're going to get burned but um it the, Just the whole dynamics of understanding, like, you know, there's a whole group of semi-professional, professional, I mean, in the stock market, like so many so many newbies just get crushed because they don't understand the whole dynamics of it. You know what I'm oh, saying?
4: <laughs> for sure. For, you know, it's funny. Uh, and I, I promise you guys I won't spoil it if you guys are watching the same thing I've been watching. But I've been watching uh the, the last, uh, the most recent season of uh, Stranger Things. And you know how, like, how they like to play uh and uh, d on there with the 20-sided dice? Uh, I don't know if you guys are watching that. I'm, I'm such a dork. I like watching stuff like that. Uh, but we were watching it the other night with my, me and my wife, and they were playing it. And there was a scene where they were playing that game with the twenty sided dice, and I just couldn't help but think, like, man, that's just like trading and investing. Like it's a game of uh, of chance, but the twenty sided dice. Like there's so many different variables, and really, like nobody really knows where the hell the dice is going to land. It's it, you know, it's all it's all. uh you know averages and, and math and stuff like that statistics and stuff like that but like really you don't really know that what the outcome it, there's so many different variables so that's yeah, it's kind of funny like people just it's amazing how they still just don't understand like how deep this game actually is and it is a game It's it's a humongous game there's market makers that you know there's professionals that do this and now hell in crypto there's bots there's literally bots that yeah. trade fib yeah. lines all day long so i'm like oh yeah the, the the big players are they're they're playing off algorithms and
8: soft software you know it's like okay if bitcoin hits the 100 day moving average they can set by ourselves or, sell. or if, if bitcoin breaks the 50 day mo- or ethereum whatever if they break the 50 day 100 day 20 day moving average that, that's what they're trading off of you know oh,
4: yeah, there's, and, there's, i have a buddy that does bots and it i mean way way smarter so over my like over my head with some of these things but he was showing me how him and his group have these bots that literally, like, you know, we're talking about AI, and we're all into the tech here in the crypto space, but, like, it is just mind-blowing how smart, you know, obviously, it's going to sound dumb, but, like, a computer is, like, how it can adjust and learn and trade fib lines on the fly, on the go, before you even make any kind of TA on the charts. It's already decided where it's probably going to put a buy or sell limit order, way before you even thought about it it's it's amazing
9: main thing is computers don't have emotions
8: that's the main power of them yep yep what's up yeah that that's so true and and it's i think it's it's good to remind people you know it's like you got a platform on your 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 youtube channel it's just like you know hey guys welcome to crypto but you're if you're new to this just let me remind you you're going to be swimming with sharks there's whales and sharks and it's a big big ocean and the, these whales and sharks are a thousand times ahead of the game than you are. And it's like, I have to remind myself of that. And and that's why I just, I, I'm just DCA and dollar cost averaging to what I want, because it's like, sometimes I just got to remind myself, it's like, there's no way, there's no way you're going to catch the bottom. There's no way you're going to nail the bottom or whatever. It's like, you know, it's like FTX and Binance and JP Morgan Chase, like they've got multi multi trading trading platforms trading floors that you know it's they got these guys doing this 24 7 they got they got the programs running you know it's like you just got to get on the wave and and if it's going down just don't make make sure you don't get crushed you know
4: (laughs) oh for sure for sure like i was i have this thing uh that i try to i guess i hate hate the word influencer especially on youtube i like i I try to stay way far away from that ever label being placed on me. But I guess, I mean, if I'm being very honest, it's uh, just about they said. I I try to promote, which I guess is means I'm trying to influence uh, a way of thinking for the people that watch the streams. Uh, you know, and over 20 years of investing uh, and being and playing this game, there is one thing that uh, I have learned that a lot of people can't comprehend, and it, it is to be the bad guy. It is to be the abuser between the relationship of your capital and the assets that you invest in. Like your capital needs to be beating, excuse me for swearing, the fuck out of anything that you invest in. You need to be the bad guy sitting there patiently waiting for that blood and gore and that sadness to kick in and the depression to kick in on people's portfolios so that you can swoop in and take advantage of it like at any given moment. And it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of rewiring in your brain to be that methodical and that kind of, in in all fairness, kind of sick uh, to make those kind of really big, uh, you know, life-changing decisions at the right moment. Like you said, nobody knows where the bottom is, but if you can train yourself to be, you know, a decent guy on a day-to-day basis, but when you get in front of your computer and you're, you're looking at your portfolio and making moves, the bad guy, like it's, it's a, a, it really puts the game in your favor. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something.
8: I I hear what you're saying. And that's what the traders, you know, people who trade, that's, that's what they live for. You know, they're, they're living for that, you know, um, you know, whether it's stocks or whatever, you know, it's like, I, I, uh, you know, people who trade Tesla, you know, there's, there's day traders that they'll just trade Tesla all day long, you know, and just, (laughs) you know, they short it when it's going down and, and go long when it's going up, you know, and they'll just, sit there and trade it you know it's 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 definitely a a different personality for sure like you said you have to be super aggressive and and be able to smell blood and stuff like that but it's just like i think so many people coming into crypto it's like yeah it's even more it can be even more hyper algorithmically traded and stuff like that because it's 24 7 yeah,
4: but, sorry guys. I don't mean to be ranting, but I'll let I'll let somebody else. talk. I be, I just noticed that I've just been ranting and ranting, ranting. I'm sorry.
8: <laughs> You're
2: good, bro. You're <laughs> good. I know Yopster came up here. What's going on, Yopster? You there, Yopster? It's not. It's all good, bro. We're just we're just hanging out here. And Kalen, do you need do you need to speak, Mike is yours.
9: Yeah, no. I I actually find investment psychology and sort of trading psychology actually really interesting. So it's kind of, but I'm also like a um, crypto tank where it's just like, I'm just a guy that I'm not going to win when I'm trading. So I just sort of keep on lump sum investing, DCA where I can. When I'm terrified, that's, what, that's when I try and trick myself into buying. And I come from a dev standpoint. So like, <laughs> if I'm terrified, like, I'm buying. like You know, that is interesting, Callum. I don't have the time to trade. Like I don't, I don't give a shit about Fibonacci lines. I don't give a shit about moving averages. Yeah, I know if I keep consistent over the years, like it's yeah. it's gonna work out if my thesis doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Like this is all reliant on my thesis not changing. Then <clears throat> I don't give a shit about the 200-day moving average. What the fuck even is that? What you yeah, are you guys, I is.
4: love it.
0: Are you guys giving investment advice? How's it going, guys?
5: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <What> up, man? <laughs> so you see the way i see it there's two types of people you got your one type that wakes up in the morning and they go to have a good wank and then they open robin hood and then they look at their portfolio they get the confetti and then they're good for the day and then there's the other type that stares at the one minute charts all day doesn't use Robinhood. still probably has a good wank in the morning but they're the ones making the moves and eating that liquidity that those other wankies are just like leaving dangling around. So you got to ask yourself each and every morning, are you going to be the liquidity or are you going to take the liquidity? you got to seize that liquidity by its balls and you got to hold it up into the sun. Like the lion King. And show everybody set an example and that's how i start every morning I, before I,
8: spaces in here?
0: do community service
8: yeah that's some serious uh <laughs> yeah i like that i love it dude but hey callum i want to ask you a question i know you you do more stuff on the tech side what do you like outside the cosmos um because i mean there there's several things that yeah that's I'll looking be, real be. attractive
9: Tell us
0: can... about your ADA bags, Callum. Tell us about ADA. <laughs> no, oh, yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an absolutely massive fan of
0: ADA. No, I'm not. Just going out on the record, I'm literally the complete opposite. So don't worry. I'm going to uh, edit that audio I... to make it sound like you're saying I'm a big ADA fan. This is going to be great. Let's go.
9: Yeah, yeah, don't worry. That's fine. I don't care. But yeah, Um. so I I mean, I'm in the cosmos, so I'm a low-key Bitcoin maxi, so that's just how it works. That's the nature of it. Big fan of decentralized money. Okay. Hey, it's the it's the big coin. It's how it is. And then, I mean, I'm actually low key into Ethereum. I I do have my qualms with it, but I do quite enjoy it, and I think that it's going to be around. I think the main big three is I think long term thesis, right? I'm I never uh, my thesis. I, I I'm a long term guy, so yeah. So my relationships, whether it's crypto or love life, it's long term. Don't do casual. And that's why I say I'm also the funniest guy in the cosmos because you don't get one liners like that by anyone else. But yeah, so I will say that it's always sort of, I think, Ethereum, cosmos, Bitcoin. That's, that's, that's a trio for me. And by cosmos, I mean the whole cosmos ecosystem, yeah. you know, not just cosmos hub Gaia. I see some of yeah. So that's why I mentioned Gaia because I
0: also back. The guy I renamed. So, there's a hot take for you. So the others I've been seeing a lot of, and I don't know if it's just because like everybody wants a piece of these Terra devs or something, but uh, I've been seeing a lot of Algorand, a lot of Polygon reaching out, and a lot of uh, fuck, what's that other one? Oh, it's gonna bug me. What is it, boys? What am hey, I then. thinking? Thank you damn you're good you're like in my head but i've seen them like kind of and i don't know if it's just like my filter bubble it probably is um uh, but they've been like interacting the most sending you know teams into discords and answering questions and doing the whole the whole dance you know um, which is interesting to see that like the algo still has a lot of bag holders from the last pump so I, I, I don't know. I feel like at this point they do believe in it. And I mean it's a decent chain, I guess. I don't really know much about it. Uh it was on Coinbase back in like twenty eighteen and you could stake it for five percent. So, you know, that was cool. But other than those, like that's all I'm really seeing, and that's my bubble. So I'd be curious what you guys are are, are seeing.
8: Now well, it's it's pretty interesting out there with uh the market being down, but it's um yeah, it's avalanches uh Looking pretty pretty attractive at this price, in the low twenties, and um, you know they've they've got a lot going on on Avalanche. But I'm also curious about what does that anyone think about with the um, the inflation adjustment coming up in um, Osmosis in two weeks? The it's going to go down by a third. Any any comments on that? What do you guys think? I've been wanting to th- throw that out there and. So um staking rewards and in, um staking rewards are gonna go down by thirty three percent.
2: Yeah, well this kind of market, uh mayor, I it I don't know. I can't really tell you what it, what it's gonna do. Um I think people are probably gonna not even really pay attention to like, you know, the inflation decreasing. So people are just gonna keep moving on, keep staking, keep you know, degening. That's just me though, that's just my opinion.
0: I feel like whatever it's going to do gets then like taken advantage of by that other group. And then it does something else. And then, and then we're all fucked again. (laughs) I don't know. It's hard to predict that kind of shit.
8: Well, I've, I've been trying to figure out. Like, you know, obviously the terror implosion had a, has had a very, very, negative impact on you know the rest of the ecosystem and i'm trying to figure out how much is what's going on that i mean if you know if you ever wanted to know what cosmos looked like without terra we, we now know so <laughs> we now know so um and now we got terra- noticed,
0: like a, a large uptick in people asking for spare change uh in the cosmos since the 11th
3: I have not
8: noticed that. <laughs> but um I do I do feel that um just trying to figure that like the whole terror thing. I mean what we're almost like three almost a month out of it. It was like what, May eighth, May 9th, when the implosion happened. And now we're um we got the third ink coming up with osmosis. So it's it's I think it's gonna take a couple weeks to get past um June June nineteenth. Just to figure out, like you know, where everything's going to settle down, but there'll be there'll be less um, less uh, you know inflation rewards to go around if a lot of people have been dumping. You know, I think there'll just be less to go around. You know,
0: people do be
8: dumping, but I, I definitely like what's going on on the frontier. Like they've opened up a lot more stuff and it looks like axelar you can bridge over a lot more other tokens and so there's a lot more other options now on on osmosis so i
9: yeah i literally noticed i was talking to timmy the other day i literally noticed link from axelar was bridged over and as you know no timmy's way. a big big link fan and that just completely passed me by and i messaged him and he was like yo no what the fuck?" i think that was literally word for word what it was no way Kaelan, are you no, serious yeah. on, on frontier? No, no I'm i don't, I don't, think yeah, a pool Link. right now, but it's listed. Link is yeah. Link is yeah. up there now, and we've got. Well, I say we. I'm literally not affiliated with Osmosis Zone, but yeah, no. And then there's Polkadot coming over as well. So like that's Tim ViraXL right as well. I
8: think that's Tim, Tim thinks for that Tim thinks that Link's going to take over the world. Right, Tim, you got to come up. <laughs> u- you got to come up here and talk.
2: Yeah, Timmy. Timmy's down there. Come up here, Timmy. That's your request. <laughs> Another thing I to do, like do. note insane, all this is bro.
8: as much
10: as there's the, the third inning going on and there's all these new pools, that's like increased demand for the token, no matter what the price action is. So more pools means more osmos needed. At the same time, less osmo being emitted. So could see some fun stuff.
2: Link Marine Timmy
3: is here. I heard I my name.
8: Timmy. Hey hey Tim, <laughs> I want to tell you Mar- what. I- I really liked Link around like the high teens like in 18 and 19. So I should be buying the crap out of it here like sub, sub 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 uh 8 or 9. But tell us about Chainlink, Tim.
11: Uh the token or the project like protocol.
8: I mean, I know I know they do oracles. I know it's all about oracle price feeds and all that, but it's like what what is the master plan? W- weren't they gonna weren't they trying to implement some type of new um uh, what was it like a new standard for oracles and stuff like that? That last time I read up on what was going on over there.
11: Well, so like they are the standard for oracles pretty much at this point. Um as far as like protocol level. Uh yeah, they're like I don't know in particular what you're talking about, but I guess from like uh a high level for people who just don't aren't familiar with, like, Chainlink at all. Um, it's so funny. Someone asked me about this just earlier today. I'm trying to find what I came up with for them. So, well, basically, in essence, it's a way to take off-chain data and use it securely on-chain. And, like, in a way, that's all it is, but it took me, like, many years to wrap my head around like the implications of that and just how how big that could be
3: um their like first example like the
11: is their big use case is price feeds right so they can get price feeds that any number of uh, people contribute to oddly like T-Mobile or an offshoot of them runs a Chainlink node that contributes to like the Link USD price feed and many others, uh, as do Figment and Chorus One, who we know from like here in the Cosmos. And so what that basically means is they're like running some infrastructure, probably on Ethereum, but Chainlinks slowly creeping to like other networks, where they basically say here is this info. You know, in in this example, the Chainlink USD price, Link USD, we are promising that it is correct, uh, and if it is not, you can slash our our holdings, our link that's staked. So it's very similar to like consensus, how consensus works in proof of stake blockchains. That's a gross yeah. like oversimplification yeah. of it, I'm sure, but
8: yeah. And don't don't they have like eighty five percent of the market share as far as like. Oracle stuff like aren't they like the main I know they're the biggest one but like they're the they're the dominant player right and that's
11: yeah and the thing with oracles uh, maybe not uniquely but especially with oracles is they they benefit from a first movers advantage because they are secured by uh, you know trust and capital at the end of the day so like having the biggest market cap of any oracle service out there helps on top of any tech there may or may not have. Uh, But yeah, they, they also have something in the works, big emphasis on in the works because it's been in the works for so long. But like the only thing I might bet could ever compete with IBC. And that's a huge if because it's not even out yet is something else they're working on called CCIP, which is described as like a layer zero. And funny enough, it's using like, just kind of, somewhat similar tech to their normal, like, off-chain. It's just a way for chains to talk to each other and uh, be interoperable kind of at, at a much more, I don't want to say protocol level, but, like, a lower and safer level than, you know, bridges like Wormhole or something. But not out yeah. yet. Chains to be seen. IBC's the best so far, but...
2: Timmy, and when they launch that, um, are they going to be able to, like have their own validators set or how how is that gonna work? Just curious. And staking and all that stuff. Is that coming? <laughs>
5: that's that's
11: I need I need to know games. Is that like a genuine question or are you kinda what? in on the
8: game? People stake link already, don't they they have it really?
11: Well yeah. no, okay, so so I wasn't sure like that's almost a meme. It's like staking one. Yeah. Like staking yeah. for link has been talked about for for so long, right? Yes, is the answer, just not us. So, Chainlink
3: is weird because I actually think it's kind of
11: dystopian in like what it's going to enable. It's sort of like Big Brother on steroids plus some. Like China, a while ago announced they're you know using Chainlink to help beef up their whole social credit surveillance uh, national blockchain thing, um, and so it's like sort of in that realm and right now it's just from a technical level like we can't stake our link but it is a live thing that like institutions are kind of doing they're not in the direct sense but like so link pool is a good example link pool is a service they're a company an entity that runs chain link nodes but they also have a token on ethereum it's the only other token I have on Ethereum besides ETH and Link, where basically what it lets you do is you get a cut of their revenue because um, they are like a big authorized Link node. Like they're allowed to earn Link by providing price feeds and these, these other services. And so you can stake their LPL token to like get passive Link from kind of a cut of their revenue. But it is weird in that it's this, it's, there might be technical limitations for this. Like, as much as I try, Chainlink's probably one of the densest, like, tech, like, 160-page white paper plus two white papers.
8: I was going to say, their white paper is massive. It's, yeah, it's next-level stuff.
11: Yeah, and I mean, they have two of them now, so... Like a, a lot of the details go over my head. So there may be like technical reasons for this, but it does seem to be not the most uh, pure embodiment yeah. and ethos of like blockchain and decentralized yeah. and anyone For, for sure. Participate and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
8: So let's bring it back down. But you were saying like the revenue, like for, for other chains to use the oracles, they have to pay in link. That's correct. Like that's
11: so other, yeah. I see, like, CCIP. It remains to be seen exactly how it'll work. It's, you know, not live yet. And they can kind of speculate, predict things. That's sort of my mantra with anything in crypto, even them. Uh, But, like, in theory, yeah, that's the way the whole. There's this, there was this whole conversation that went on about how. Uh, if you really start getting into the weeds of oracles and their attack vectors and problems, that one of the things they do need is a dedicated oracle token. So, like, Uniswap started providing... They're actually maybe a larger oracle than, like, Banned Protocol. At least I know they were at one point, because they started using their market's price feeds as, like, ones that people could pay for and use and using the UNI token as, like, what you pay for for them. Uh, But a lot of people kind of, like, dug into this and um, sort of found issues with that. Uh, Same with, like, using Ethereum for this sort of thing. Uh, For whatever many layered intricate reasons it seems, uh, or so we've been told that, like, having a dedicated token whose only job it is is to secure this Oracle service and, like, be used as both collateral and payment for services is like the way to go. So yeah, in theory, that's what's going to drive value to the link token. But
3: yeah, I don't. I, I'm more bullish on
2: the tech than the token, but I still accumulate my cubes. Especially hey, dang it man, dang hey. it! Well, I I got weak hands, and that's why I was asking, like, what's going on with Link? Like, can you stake <laughs> it? Can you stake Link or not? Because I was looking forward to that. And took too long and I'm like, screw it, dumping it. So you can't take
11: it, but I think the like the best option you're gonna have soon is like Bancor V three. They're gonna have like what was I think like eight to like twelve percent with the figures I was seeing thrown around for like and I think that's just liquidity pool lending with your link, but some people seem to really think that they're going to announce stuff at consensus like that there's going to be either staking announced or ccip or whatever but i've heard that literally so many times (laughs) but the thing is with them like what they it's one of the only protocols or projects and maybe i'm just a sucker at the end of the day i don't know but where i actually give them full full pass for taking as long as is needed on anything major because they're sort of at a point now where like if they fail it's one of the big black swan events in crypto like all of DeFi shuts down
4: yeah because like, they're, they're like interconnected with everything basically.
11: everything everything runs on Chainlink at its core like not in the cosmos yet
4: timmy i was gonna ask you um me, i'm sorry guys i missed a little bit of it i was putting my kid to sleep but uh I was listening. Wasn't uh, nobody wants to hear about Solana, but didn't Chainlink do something to me with Solana too? Didn't they like connect somehow or some way? Or am I wrong about that? I mean, I think they're on Solana.
11: Like that's one of the networks they've expanded to. I'm pretty sure that oh, okay. so- I, I,
4: I, something like that. Okay.
11: Yeah. And I think, I guess don't quote me on that. Actually. I don't want to Google that real quick. I, I keep, I don't keep up as closely with Chainlink as I used to, only because I mean, and maybe because I'm actually lazy is the real answer. I don't know. I have other things to do. But because I feel like I got to a point where I was like, okay, I don't need any more pitching. Like I'm in I'm, <laughs> I'm into the like I don't need to keep up with updates or whatever. Like this is probably the like thing of the future. For like everything that like everything runs on and relies on for better or for worse, and especially if for worse, I at least would like to profit off of it on the way up.
9: <laughs> well, yeah, guys, welcome to Link Spaces. Yeah, <laughs> Link Just gonna
11: say that that's not why I joined enjoy, here. I do love it, but
4: <laughs> you know, I, I did want to. Uh, I'm sorry for doubling back. Like I said, I was trying to put my kid to sleep. I was listening to you guys though uh i i do agree with you i like outside of the cosmos though i do hold uh avax uh link ETH, BTC. I like i'm like i was i was laughing but yeah I was, I, i'm a secret btc maxi i think i always will be so i'm always like strongly accumulating that i was listening to you guys talk about like what the thoughts were about osmosis too and the thirding. uh i'm i'm loving it bring it on Bring bring it on man like I, I say this all the time on my streams. Like I, I really when I look at osmosis, I think of osmosis like people think of Binance, Probably I, I think like I think it's going to be, in my humble opinion, a like a platform that brings that kind of services to everybody in DeFi. Like I, I really do see it going far in the uh, in the future. So, like, bring it on! I, I'm just stacking, just stacking and stacking and stacking.
3: Yeah, I'm definitely still more than ever
11: actually bullish on osmosis. I think it is uh, what I thought Kava was going to be way back in the day. Like this was before I even actually fully understood it was even a Cosmos chain. I, I think I just got into it through like finance or something. I forget how I found Kava, but it was just like, oh, this is a DeFi thing. Like I hadn't participated in too much ETH DeFi. Um, like, as far as just, like, you know, uh, what was that big one that came out? YieldFi, or Yearn Finance, like, that kind of stuff. Oh, none of that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I saw Kava. I was like, oh, I, I should check some of this out. This is probably something cooler. It's a little different. It's its own chain. And um, I had this vision. and was also kind of pitched it by, I think, some of their docs or a Medium article or something where, you know, yeah, it's just a DEX and a lending protocol right now, or at first it was just a lending protocol, I think, but it's its own blockchain, so soon we can have X and Y, we can have all these apps, people can be building, all kind of focused on our central liquidity pool, and like, that's technically what they're still doing, but it's been so long and like, just haven't really seen it, and um, yeah, just some of the stuff I'm seeing on Osmosis lately, about like, what's What's brewing yeah. on the chain, other it's than? Funny that I'm just.
4: Index. They 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 That's just they have just wonderful. been pro- and producing. It's kind of to go back to what you just when I was saying like it reminds me of Binance, and then it's kind of funny because you just it's, like. Just tank cutting, cutting in and cutting out, out for me. Let me. Yeah, yeah I, I can't
3: hear you in and out.
7: Just a little. Oh, bit. Right. I can hear you fine. A little better to go.
2: It's weird. You
11: sound okay. You're just cutting in and out. It, it
2: happened ever since you mentioned Solana. I swear. Dude, I swear to God, <laughs> when you said Solana. We had Sonny from Osmosis in here. He was chilling right underneath you. As soon as you said Solana, that dude dipped. Like, boom. He ran. dipped out of <laughs>
8: no, you. <sorry>. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all my fault. Dude. <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> Never again will we no. mention
2: Solana in a space.
4: Never. I noticed I it. I wish he was, was here, like, though, oh, I'm he not, speaking like, so he bullish on
7: <laughs> The chain that shall not be named, you know?
4: Oh, gosh, I, I messed it up. I apologize, guys. I wish he was here, though, because, like, just to go back to uh, what we were about, though, uh, you know, I said it reminds me, like, it could grow to, like, Binance. And it was funny because you found it, like, you have it through Binance. But, like, I, that's saying, like, I I think, like, one day, in the future, like, it's obviously, like, two years, right, when the next Bitcoin having, like, that's how people are going to be talking about finding other protocols through being on osmosis like that, I, I really do feel like that's the same kind of stories that people are going to have. I mean, hell, look at how many things we already have going on on osmosis, let alone what Sunny them are bringing to the table later with their arms uh, being extended on the platform, you know, with with all their ideas and what like that in the future. I mean, I, I'm just so bullish. I'm stacking so, so hard. I am probably probably recklessly stacking if I'm if I'm being real about it. But like I'm riding this boat and if it sinks, I'm OK with that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think one thing people
11: forget too with osmosis is like there's still only one native token other than the gas paying one like that's how early we are there's just ion and osmo as far as native tokens and I, I, tokens in particular don't like mean much but just as a sign of, of growth in general and like things being built other options you know whether it be
3: derivatives to come uh, of of base tokens or just whole new ones. Like there's there's so much on the horizon I feel like. Um Caleb,
2: are you still with us? Yes. Yeah I'm still do here. You, do you uh, you're like you're like the god of the dials out there in Cosmos, right? So <laughs> No, that's Jake, if...
9: but I'm his deity, you could say. <laughs> I
2: was wondering if you could kinda um go through prop twenty five for the people that are listening because I had somebody ask us in our Cosmospaces telegram if we were going to vote on it. So could you could you gonna go through it with us?
9: Yeah, so Prop 25 is the sub one, right?
2: Yeah, exactly, the sub-DAOs, yeah.
9: Yeah, yeah, so how it works is in order to Jun- for Juno to be a fast-moving chain, right, Some, something that s- stays on the sort of edge of innovation as where I say from probably a bit of a bias standpoint where Juno is, is that if we split these sort of decisions into sub-DAOs, we sort of elect these positions of uh, people who are knowledgeable. As in, say, I think it was the infra-DAO or dev-DAO where it had sort of Jacob as in notional Jacob, uh, the Frey, and a few other people that are willing to sort of put their neck out for the, for the devs to manage upgrades and manage sort of innovation in that respect, they, if we delegate our power to these sub-DAOs that still represent us and we still have control of, as we say in the proposal itself, the parent Juno community pool, which is just the Juno DAOs in Cosmos governance, still has power over these sub-DAOs. But it's delegating our powers in, you know how when you elect, so at least in the UK, which I'm going to speak from a very UK standpoint here, the reason our voting system works is because when you vote for a person, you give them the mandate to represent you. And this is effectively what is happening with these sub-DAOs, is that not everyone is, and I understand the fact that not everyone is clued up about these development and infra standpoints and chain upgrades, like that's just how it is right not everyone can be a developer and i respect that but if we have these developer daos which are really quite clued up i think we can all agree these are very smart people on sitting on these on these daos these sub daos they can sort of make better decisions for us and some stuff might still go through community governance like don't worry like you're not being bypassed and at the end of the day if you feel like these sub daos don't represent you that's it's your right to stand up and say, no, these don't represent us. But the reason these sub DAOs are important is that if you listen to Jake's talk on um, Juno itself, you realize that everything is a DAO, and this is a bit of a shit post from the DAO community, but I start shit posting it, and then I realize, like, oh, shit, it's actually true. It's just that it's all, like, DAOs, like, all the way down. That's why Jake's talk was called DAOs all the way down. Is that, is that these are very, like, very, like, like these, are go- these are governments in action, pretty much, right? And not everyone is clued up enough to vote about everything. That's just the nature of being someone who votes, right? And if we delegate this power to a set of people that we trust, and I'd hope we will trust them, that's why, if you, but that's why this proposal, I think 25 only says, that yes, we would want sub DAOs, right? I think 25 is only that. And there has to be subsequent proposals to bring in these, these sub DAOs. I remember on Commonwealth, it said there was DevDAO and then there was Hack Juno DAO, which Hack Juno DAO was purely for handling the nomination of Hack Juno. And then DevDAO was more for chain upgrades, infrastructure and that sort of thing, which is why we had very talented people such as Jacob from Notional and LeFray, who's a good friend of Martin. On it, but these sub DAOs allow Juno to move faster because we have the we have this sort of delegated position. But yeah, that's my take on it: is that these allow Juno to stay on the forefront of innovation. But yeah, any any other follow up questions? I'm happy to answer. But I'm not I'm not on that exact I'm not on the the like main discussion point for it. But I can definitely give my opinion on it.
2: Thanks. Um. I got a question, then I'll pass it on to Tricky. So, how exactly are these um, multi sigs that are going to be in the sub DAOs picked? Is that just going to be by the Juno community?
9: Yeah, it seems that way. So, I think, uh, let me get Prop 25 up a second. Let me get my Kepper open one sec. (laughs)
10: Yeah, you're
2: good. You're good. Uh,
10: So, that's kind of going to be my question is like, so we're going to have a bunch of multi sigs come from this. So, one thing that I've always noticed about multi sigs throughout the cosmos is it's usually the same. There's usually like three people that are almost multi multisigs throughout the cosmos, um, which you know, obviously that means we trust them. Like that kind of not only decision making, but the points of failure. So, that's kind of where I was thinking with this. Like, if we're going to have so many DAOs that are spinning up with this mandate, is the Juno community going to be able to select those members or are those members going to be selected for us and we say yes or no on the DAO? Because I think there's a big difference in members being selected for us and then vote yes or no compared to, like, sort of an elective process where you actually elect and, like, you know, nominate those representatives.
9: Yeah, and I think that's actually a really fair point, is the fact that I don't think anyone wants to answer 15 proposals about individuals to be elected to X sub down. And I do actually agree, quite often there are the same subset of people on it. And I feel like Tricky raises a good point here, is as in this is definitely a concern that needs to be raised. As in, we need to make sure there are people that are experts on their on the sub-DAO, right? And this is something that I would actually raise on the Commonwealth discussions which are being opened, is, is in, like, how does the community get a say? Is there one proposal to instantiate the sub-DAO? As in, okay, there's these five initial members here they are, they're A, B, C, D, E, and E. It's maybe this is a root discussion. It's why I'm speaking from I'm like you guys on this. I don't know specifics. But what Tricky raises here is a completely valid point and definitely one that should be discussed within the community. And I genuinely do anyone who's involved in Juno in this space that that you should be seeking this because this is this is a good discussion point. Like, this is actually a fantastic discussion point and not one I'd thought of before this space is. But yeah, so, and I do agree that also it's quite often the same people on these multi-sigs. But yeah, like, for example, the Hack Juno sub-DAO is technically only a temporary sub-DAO because once Hack Juno is over, you could say that that DAO could be dissolved because it served its purpose. And that's more of a, not casual DAO, but as in one that serves its purpose and then it's done. Whereas dev DAO is probably something you want to be, if someone falls out of space with the ecosystem, you, you would want to remove them from it because they're not contributing value. They're not driving the, the forefront of the chain. And I feel like that's definitely something that needs to be clarified for my opinion on Juno governance, but I'm still probably pro this movement, but, That's because I trust the people above me, but I get if you guys don't, because I speak to these people almost every day, but you guys don't. So, yeah, I would say make your own opinion and definitely raise good discussion points. And I'm probably actually going to go speak with Jake about that because that's actually a brilliant point.
5: Uh, Yeah, you know, it's not that we don't trust
10: certain members. It's just that, like, you know, the whole point of this is to be decentralized, have distributed decision-making, like if it's the same people that are making the decision, that's not really distributed. But also too, if like you said, you want to feel like these people represent you. Um, so I just feel like if there's going to be so many DAOs, I feel like this is something that's going to come up. So I I think it would be a good topic to discuss and make sure that everybody's on the same page and maybe have some sort of process for it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. Is also is it Callum or Calum? It's Callum. It's Callum. Okay, but it's good. weird, because right. my
9: <laughs> what I go by on multiplayer games is Callum, so it's they're technically both correct, and I answer to both, but it's Callum here. I'm sorry about
5: that. <laughs> I
11: was just going to try and rip into you and be like, oh, you can just call them whatever you want, but then you kind of took that away from me by confirming. Right, People back can back just kind of call back you whatever the want. Calm
9: down over there.
11: <laughs>
3: King shit poster. Yes.
2: Another question. Um, where are these sub DAOs going to be? Uh,
9: they'll be Dow on DAO.
2: Yeah, Dow they'll Dow be Dow. on DAO. Just... They'll
9: all be publicly viewable. Like, if you don't know, I feel like not enough people know about this, but Core1's multi-sig is um, already on DAO. Dow. Like, you can literally search that up, and you can see that that what, who, who will be getting grants and stuff. Like, that's fully visible. Uh, you can you can see my address in there somewhere. I hope, yeah. I, I I've been paid for what I've done for Juno. That's what I'll disclose publicly, but that's fine. Uh, but there's also the Terra Developer Fund. You can search that up. There's also the Core One Marketing, which is uh, you know the Coin Bureau conference in London, the where Highlander nodes went to that. That was funded by the Core One Marketing Marketing Multisig. And he went there and they were a bronze tier sponsor. That's why there was, uh, there was a picture of Highlander Nodes and uh, the guy from Coin Bureau. But yeah, all of this stuff will be publicly viewable. I think which is the beauty of it, right? Is that you can see literally right now, there's quite a, quite a bunch of stuff uh, being discussed on the Terra Developer Fund. If you literally Google it, it's the one with 957,000 Juno in at the minute. And I can literally, I've got it up on my laptop right here, is that there is Prop 4 and 5 on there. And one of them is for Terra Spaces, and the other one is for WeFund. And I can see Pupmos going crazy with the reactions, because they sit on the, yeah, you do sit on the Sig, right? I think so. But all of this stuff will be in public eye. Like, Like, this is just how it is. And I do agree that maybe... There needs to be better clarification as to the electorate and the representatives of these sub DAOs, but this is what it will look like. It will always be publicly viewable, because that's the nature of the uh, space we live in.
3: I see that crypto call came up. you have a question, crypto? Crypto call? Uh, My question's for Calum. um,
2: You were just talking about that core one in uh, DAODAO. This is more of a technical question, not very right of me to ask, but is there a way for me to see, like, when I'm on DAODAO and I click all DAOs or all multi Um, I only see, like, maybe 20, and um, I've now added Core 1 because I could
9: search with it, but is there another place that I'm missing that I can see all without having to search?
5: Yeah, you, yeah, should, you should be, be able, able to see, to see
9: all. all. That's an echo. But yeah, no, you should be able see. to see on it. Uh, this is probably, yeah, a technical question, but it's paginated. Oh, wait, there's no... Yeah, no, wait, you raise a good point. <laughs> I'm going to go check with the team because I've i just opened it up and I've realized there's no way to go next page, but this is the nature of the world we live in. Yep, that's a good point. I'm going to go talk to the people on that.
2: <laughs> okay, thanks, because I was looking at it and I, I see a four by five box and I that's all I can see and they're all like very small things that I've never heard of. I was just super confused where you guys are seeing this? Thank you for clarifying that. Hello? Hey Ollie. What's up?
12: Hey, how's it going?
2: Hello. You had a question?
12: Yeah, I just had a question about the grabs. So I did put a proposal in, but I haven't heard back from the osmosis team yet.
2: Gotcha. Um we we were actually talking about like uh Juno, but um I don't know if you want to ask a question here. We might be able to like you know relay it to the Osmosis team if possible
12: um yeah if there is uh anyone in the osmosis in here like sorry my english is not great but it's just regarding like becoming an ambassador
3: oh okay okay
2: um i would Hmm. how should we handle that tricky just have them dm us so
12: pretty much how i want to go about this um is kind of just like advertise osmosis in the country I'm in. I do have like some of political ties. Which
3: probably point? reach out to the marketing, dial, right? Oh,
9: okay. hmm that's, that's what I'd say. That's what i say. I think they actually have a Twitter also.
11: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have osmosis. They like. Is so the word ministry in there?
2: or am I Yeah, excited?
9: Osmosis Ministry of Marketing. I can't remember what the Twitter handle is, but if you search that, you'll get it. Oh, could anyone, can someone DM me? I'll,
12: de- I'll,
2: I'll DM it to you. I know the, the Twitter handle.
12: Oh, I got okay. you, bro. Yeah, I'm on like this IBC gang like, since for like three months now.
5: Just so fell in love with this.
3: Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, give me, a, give me a, a
2: minute. I'll send that over to your DM if your DMs are –
5: oh, they're
12: not.
2: So go ahead and send me a DM first.
12: Yeah, cool. Sorry, I didn't even know what you guys were talking about. I just joined in me asked the question.
2: No, you're good. We were going okay. over the uh, Prop 25 on Juno, okay. and um, Kalen was talking about the, um, the DowDow platform, mm-hmm. going over like the Core 1 multi-sig. So that's what we were talking about, but welcome. But yeah, I'm going to look for the – I think I got it. Osmosis. Yep, there it is. Go ahead and send me a DM, and I'll just give you that link,
3: Ali. I just sent you one. Gotcha. I see you. Yep.
4: I'll accept it. Thanks. Hey y'all. Just want to say real quick. Hope you guys all have a good night. A great discussion. I'm gonna go get to bed. It's late over here, guys. You guys take care.
11: All right, take care. Have a good one. Have a good night, my
3: man.
4: Have a good night.
2: Good night, good night, Tank. Alright, Ollie. Well good luck with that, man. Hopefully they reach out to you. You got it? You got it, Ali?
5: He's vanished.
2: <laughs> he's, he's still on
10: uh, mute, but he's not talking. Well, he got it. I sent it to him. Didn't they used to have voice changers like built into Cosmo to Twitter spaces? Oh yeah. Yeah, they no, did. they still
9: do. Why? I
10: activate one earlier. No. How do
9: you how do you activate it? yep it's the
12: wow
3: okay, well that's the worst uh, effect ever
7: <laughs> I'm not very surprised giving it twitter
8: <laughs> are you trying it out tricking I'm trying it out too but it's like
2: doing some weird shit oh my
8: god <laughs> is it working is it working there you go now it's working I wish wish there was a dog one so Pupmos could come up and see the the dog one. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Pupmos,
11: did you know (laughs) this is your (laughs) this is your way to come speak?
7: (laughs) Yeah, I can totally hear Pupmos in this voice now whenever he talks.
9: (laughs) Oh, you guys, they have the helium one. So like when you have when
11: you take the balloon and do the helium. (laughs) This is cool. (laughs) Pupmos, here's what we should do. We'll we'll set you up with an Android emulator for the input mic. You can do like a mixing board and we'll do a a text-to-speech robot dog voice. And so then you can come up here and talk with
9: us. It'll be like Bumblebee in the Transformers films. He'll just use radio-like clips.
11: Yes. (laughs) Love it. That was bloody tricky. (laughs) How do you guys think Transformers would be different if if they came about in the age of blockchain?
10: What do you mean? They're beyond blockchain, bro.
11: I don't know, man.
10: Are they beyond blockchain? <laughs> <though? laughs> Fuck's
9: sake! That'd be kind of weird. Did Cybertron? <laughs> no, no. Did, did Cybertron do. have Bitcoin? That's all <laughs> I'm saying, guys. Did Cybertron have Bitcoin?
10: That will we ever know? That's what the the war and the battle was over. Somebody stole. Oh my Satoshi gosh! Bitcoin. Was it Bitcoin? Somebody, somebody pitched
9: the story to the Nazis.
11: Who do people think Satoshi is?
9: Optimus Prime, clearly.
11: No, come yeah. a serious
9: question.
11: <laughs> a I'm interested. What about you, Cal? Who do you actually think Satoshi is?
9: Oh, it's me. Yeah, 100%. Oh, That's what I meant,
3: yeah.
8: Nobody yeah. knows.
3: Crypto Cold. Kyle Finney,
8: Adam, Finney, Adam uh, Beck.
3: I think it's probably oh. over
10: many
3: Yeah.
7: I bet it's either I bet it's either you know what I think, uh, Timmy? I think it was the NSA because they created SHAPCCC. Who knows, it's maybe it like, got a
10: back door. Knock them yeah. yeah. like, of words for like central or like inside and like knowledge and things like that. So there's some weird stuff. What, what if like, it's just code for a
8: contract? Yeah. Where Where does that rumor come from that it's a government? That was a government experiment? The NSA, is that the NSA maybe? Like,
5: like, any any like, per-
10: any like, you know, tinfoil hat will will tell you that that's their first thought, but also too I think I forget what it is, but like in Japanese or something, the two words mean like intelligence and like central or inside or something, and so that's where some people thought that I actually was didn't kind of know that. Was um, and then There's- yeah, also
11: like a paper that floated around for a while uh, that was like from the NSA and it was like about a peer to peer electronic cash system that could be like tracked. This, in this
7: is my guess. I didn't know about any of this.
11: Yeah, but I think, I thought that's maybe what some people, what you were like joking about. If I remember right, some people kind of debunked that. It's like being dated actually after Bitcoin came out or something, but.
7: I guess, but they did create the algorithm,
11: you know, like. Yeah.
10: have you guys ever yeah. heard of the like the uh, theory that it's like Samsung, Toshiba, Motorola? Yeah, yeah Mitsubishi Nokia, or whatever. Yeah. So all said, just, like, don't I, don't have... I don't think it's Mitsubishi. Yeah. There's there's always Craig Wright. It could always be Craig Wright, you know. We could just be way wrong. Uh, and he's uh... been telling the truth this whole time.
11: Oh my god.
10: <laughs> oh god. So I
11: actually like I genuinely like ten percent of me believes that it's the founder of Chainlink, Sergey <laughs> <Sir Gene Azeroth. laughs> Nazarov. There's there's some really fucking interesting <laughs> shit. He 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 bought the whoa robot. He, he like bought the domain smartcontracts.com before smart contracts were a thing.
5: Are you and
11: serious? a couple other interesting.
5: Did
7: you, interesting listen, things, did you like, listen to the YouTube or the uh, lex Friedman thing I went you the other day? Yeah.
11: Oh yeah, I, I listened to that when it came out, <laughs> but
10: which oh, of course you did. Is <laughs> it new? Lex? Yeah.
11: It's like it's, it's like ten percent, I believe it, which is pretty yeah. low. But like, yeah, it'd be interesting. I, the one the one thing about it being a government that if it's a government, it's the craziest psyop ever because like centralized blockchains already existed before Bitcoin. The only like unique thing about Bitcoin was the fact they found a way to like decentralize it but blockchains as a concept like you know solana aren't like new um so if it is government doing it they decided to go the long con route with the psyop to get everyone on board thinking it was organic and that feels unlikely to me
10: (laughs) wouldn't be surprised though yeah like the original like application of the blockchain was like timestamps for emails so that like you could have a, a clear record of timestamps on emails that couldn't be modified. That simple turned into all of this.
5: I mean,
3: what is
11: Bitcoin but a fancy email, right?
10: Technically, every Bitcoin transaction is a smart contract transaction. It's just a very simple one. What would be crazy there's is it, one of use? The, uh, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, it's saying... if. One of the founders of Cosmos was actually Satoshi. It would be the most insane thing in the world
10: for me. I'm telling you, Jay Kwan. That
3: would be an out of left field. Tell him you got it. Bitcoin
10: when we did
9: Yeah, I made it when I was eight. Problem's in 2008, gone. when I was eight years old, I made Everything. Bitcoin.
1: Baby Jesus. years old.
11: <laughs> we all know whoever made Bitcoin's also got the whole like, Aging and/or time travel thing figured out, so you're not fooling us with that one, Cal. Can't get out of it that. No, no,
9: no, no. Yeah, exactly. The British thing fits in with Doctor Who, so exactly, I can time travel as well. Like it's all it all lines up.
11: Benjamin Ageing. Button is also a pretty British name. Or
9: Benjamin, yeah. Sorry. Did you check
7: Button. out Jay's uh, revelations room? yet? Yeah? <laughs>
11: what did
7: I say, say again? The
10: link to that. Like
7: did
10: you guys check the thing? Yeah, it's in the genosis uh, Discord hmm I, I peeked in it a couple days ago when he said that. He's he spits some uh some some wild stuff. Don't I love it. people like that though. I love it. I'm like I get like that half like at super late at night and I'm bored. That's like where my brain goes. After crypto. What do you listen to Coast to Coast? <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, I used to listen to Coast to Coast. Hell yeah. You bored driving like I was driving at night or dude. Oh you know, Jacob I love stuff. sounds like, exactly
7: weird. like Bell jacob sounds exactly like art bell uh art bell he, jacob he sounds exactly like him he talks all sophisticated
10: that's so funny what if blockchain is alien technology that they seeded here they said look at these people fighting for all this stuff here you go
9: yeah they made the pyramids as well pyramids and blockchain that's what they yep. did first yeah, yeah first thing like, they gave was the
10: pyramid <laughs> second thing was blockchain
9: so like, wait imagine joining this space is thinking you're going to get like proper like knowledge, and we're just talking about pyramids and blockchain. Hey, the, the longest standing wait, structure of the pyramid. Is this.
11: Are you guys trying to tell me blockchain's a pyramid scheme? <laughs> is that a, Oh my God.
9: No, I'm trying to tell you that Cleopatra <laughs> invented blockchain. <laughs>
11: oh, right. That's what those hieroglyphs were. They were the the Bitcoin white paper. Pseudo code for the
5: Bitcoin (laughs) white
7: paper. good as long as it's built on a solid
2: foundation. I want to know why the frick is Shiba on Osmosis Frontier? Who thought it would be an amazing idea? I want to know why it still has any value.
11: Like actual
9: question. Yeah, let's ask this question, guys. Why does Shiba actually have value? (laughs) Like other than the Dogecoin thing in 2021? Because people are willing to
8: hold it. It's a yeah. ER, it's an ERC20 token, right? So
11: dude, honestly, I think part of the answer is that because of the prevalence of bots in crypto due to just the nature of everything and the lack of regulation that like once a token gains sufficient market cap, unless there's some like particular catalyst event, it only bleeds slowly. It doesn't just do the like crash to zero like you think it would. There's just too much incentive to chop trade it from bots.
9: Well, I would say though that Sheba is pretty close to zero. Like it's like a one thousandth of a cent. It's so getting closer. Yeah.
11: Where is it on the market cap list, right? Isn't it still top? It's 17th it- on CoinGecko wow. right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. about to say still in the top 100. And I was like, no, it's
8: amazing. That's, way it. that's amazing. That is amazing. And that's the coin that they sent like 20% to Vitalik and he burned it. That's, yeah. I mean. So.
10: No, he didn't burn it. What he did I, was
5: I,
8: I, I actually he had a sent question
10: to a, a a fundraiser, like a nonprofit foundation. Oh that's right. Office. He sent, he sent it to a, a non profit. Right?
8: Yeah, in India yeah. For, for like uh, <laughs> crazy. Did someone say they had a question? I heard.
7: Yeah, I do I had a question. Um so if, if we're getting this coin on Osmosis Frontieries, does that mean they're going just gonna port every Ethereum
9: Bitcoin, basically. Well, it can. That's, that's, that's the, the whole point. Of, that's the whole point of frontier. Yeah, is yeah. Is permissionless,
11: yeah. and that's the nature of decentralized shit. <laughs>
8: permissionless. But for it to be tradable, someone has to set up a pool, and they're going yeah, have
9: yeah, a pool has yeah. to be made. And
11: <laughs> which means someone's taken the initiative to do that, which hurts me.
8: I don't think crazy. I don't know if there is a pool for SHIB yet or not, but who knows? I haven't checked the pools. So so, I can look tonight.
11: Who said they saw it on there? I assume you wouldn't see it unless someone's interacted with it, like deposited something. So, it's just-
3: see.
8: so these are all Axelar wrapped. It's all wrapped tokens, right? Coming through Axelar? Yeah. Okay.
3: Pretty sure.
9: I really like that Doc's coming over to the Cosmos. Pretty hyped about that. Yeah, that's coming via Axelar, and there's also Composable Finance working on that. Which is actually pretty, pretty hype. But yeah.
7: Composable. Yeah, I read the the
9: white paper like uh, four months ago,
7: and it seemed like they, it seems very advantageous.
9: So Composable is a Polkadot parachain implementing IBC and supporting CosmWasm. That's what we're saying.
10: So, Callum, they're actually coming on the show after, on Sunday after you guys. So it'll be pretty, pretty good. are you serious?
11: Cool. Uh, yeah! I was gonna say one of the team members pops into my Wednesday spaces a lot, actually,
3: and like, like hearing cool
10: about a little bit ago. ago. The intern. Oh,
11: cool. Yep. Yep. Yeah, with uh, like I think it's like two Pepe's for the profile picture. Yeah, yeah. Sure.
9: He's literally called Composable Finance. Dot Literally, that's his name.
11: But, yeah, he has got a very cool attitude. You know, so if he's at all representative of the rest of the team. Definitely a
9: cool. Oh, no. I've oh, talked to a lot out. of their team. They're, they're pretty cool people. So like, cool. and they fuck with IBC. So, yeah.
11: Oh, like the graphs um, they oh.
9: Yeah, they should make another graphic. <laughs>
10: I remember you saying, like, really the, like awesome. the polka dot people make me mad. I, I don't like them, but the composable peeps, I fuck with them.
9: <laughs> <laughs> That's my official take. That's actually my official opinion. So, yeah. Same here.
2: <laughs> when we're down in Austin, tricky that's my new phrase when i when i just approach somebody and be like you fuck with ibc okay you fuck with ibc i fuck with it too
5: <laughs>
7: that needs to be on the shirt honestly
9: <laughs> you gonna be over there caleb fuck no i've got shit to do and i'm in the uk but yeah nah. i need to go to more shit but at the minute i'm a little well i'm not broke but yeah there's there's other shit i need to sort out a lot of irl shit but yeah I need to start going to more conferences. I should have gone to Prague, but it was literally timed so, so badly that it was as I was finishing up my degree. Cause everyone doesn't realize how young I am, but yeah, I'm literally a baby.
10: So yeah. Congrats on your uh, graduation brother. And finally being done full time cosmonaut now.
9: I, I haven't officially finished yet. I haven't. I haven't officially finished yet. I'm full-time Juno simp, according to some <laughs> random guy on the internet's opinion. Cool. Rather what be is? a
11: Juno than other chains.
9: It's either that or Tron. It gets worse. Don't worry. Those
8: are the <laughs> only two
11: options.
8: <laughs> what it's did you say? Tron. It's either that or Tron. Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, it's
11: yeah. USB or
9: die. <laughs> Quite literally, USD or die,
8: literally. Are you guys liking Juno at $5 here? I mean, come on. Who thought we were going to see this again?
11: I haven't looked at a price chart. I haven't looked at a graph since, like, 18.
9: No, I've been prioritizing my mental health. I haven't literally looked at chart
8: in Yeah, months, it's, so... It's painful. It's painful to look, but... I
11: mean, I, I, like, just so basic stupid if anyone out there is like first bear market like this is obviously what you're supposed to do but just like nothing's changed from a month ago with the fundamentals of these projects like obviously this is impossible to do if it's your first bear market but like you do eventually get to a point where you almost don't care as long as you weren't like relying on that money for this month's rent or something like that
9: but then you shouldn't be investing it that's what i'm saying
11: Yeah, like, honestly, I'm not even awesome with dollar cost averaging, to be honest. Well, actually, no. I'm amazing with dollar cost averaging, but not even, like, timing it. Literally, whenever I get my paycheck, I put as much of it as I can in. (laughs) So, that's twice a month I buy crypto. And that just happens whether it's high or whether it's low. Because when it's high, I don't know if it could go higher, or if it's, you know, currently overvalued. When it's low, then it's just on sale. Like, if Nothing's changed fundamentally. You've all heard that. It's just you got to take it to heart where it's like if you're investing in it a month ago, now it's just better prices. And if, if you are second guessing it now, then you should like reconsider why you were buying it a month ago.
7: Yeah. What I do is I focus on the coin amount myself. Like I used to mine for, you know, mine stuff that's not even worth it. So you just focus on the coin goals and then you move on to the next thing. I don't know. That's do what I do. Anyway.
11: You would love this coin I've heard of called Shiba Inu. I hear it might be on as his- <laughs> it's the next front.
9: big thing. I heard it's, yeah, if it goes to one
5: dollar, I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> I wonder it's what's to
7: be listed on Osmosis too. Hey, you—you you do- might be right about that, Tricky. They might actually be bigger than Cardano.
10: Oh, that's funny.
9: Oh, I thought we were.
7: Gonna that's not that better. hard,
9: to be fair. All you've got to do is deploy smart contracts, and then you're better than Cardano.
11: Cardano, ba- Cardano baffles me because I've talked to Cardano people that are genuine and I'm like, Oh, like it's not just bots and trolls. It's like, it's crazy, but yeah, they just don't really get it or they have hope. They,
8: they love it. They're just following the dream. It seems like.
11: I love Charles Twitter. I'll say that. I mean, I'd hate it if I was a Cardano investor, but it's hilarious to keep up with <laughs> Charles Hoskins. <laughs> like, oh, he, He's a character.
9: Could be worse. Could be XRP, dude. He's gonna be at decentral, bro. I lost a thousand bucks at XRP, in XRP.
11: Charles and, is and like
2: two thousand.
7: Yeah, Charles. Sorry, uh, I lost
3: thousand bucks at XRP. Charles is gonna be a speaker. Yeah. Uh, that's yep. decentral.
8: Wow. I don't know if I've watched that. So it's it's decentral, and then consensus is right afterwards. And it's all it's all in Austin,
3: Osmocon yeah. too.
8: Osmocon. Yeah, I, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, dude, I I'm bummed. I, I wanted to go, guys. It's just not going to work out, but definitely want to keep an eye on things for uh, when the next uh, conference in the U.S. I mean, I I love Texas too. Uh, I I definitely would love to get down to Texas. Not going to happen. Yeah, anyone week,
13: who uh... all didn't, who all in Texas out of curiosity from this IBC space, anyone going to Decentral? Because I'm here ready to, to rock and
3: roll.
10: At least Shade Protocol has been Hey,
3: shout out, Shade.
10: Well, yeah, a lot of us are here are going. A huge few- shout out, Shade. But, uh, the whole Cosmos basis team will be there. I know Yopster lives in Texas. He's going to be there. I know we got more people down there. looks like Deborah's going to be there probably a good little crew we'll have together.
13: Yeah, Secret Network will be there as well, A bunch of folks from from that side of things.
10: It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to uh we'll have to get everybody together, find a a place that can fit everybody, all the cosmonauts and get some some food and some drinks and some good times.
2: Yeah, there's a few after parties um is whoever's behind the shade account. So hopefully you've been looking on that e, e uh Eventbrite app. Cause uh, that's where I've been getting the notifications for the after parties and stuff.
13: Yes. We were super, we have like a whole itinerary set up. We have 15 folks coming down from shade protocol. This is like for sure our biggest event of the year. Cause we're announcing all of our alpha at the Sierra network after party, kind of revealing all of the development work that's been happening behind closed doors. So it's going to be, it's going to be a blast.
10: Ooh, so and an after party
3: huh oh yeah how do we get in (laughs) (laughs) okay i think
13: uh i think it should be free the secret network after party i could be wrong um i know they're doing like a nft movie with a famous person that they're launching yeah yeah Kevin, I,
10: I should know the last name. It's embarrassing. I don't know the last name. Yeah. No,
3: yeah exactly. I think
10: I saw Yobster. Yep. He, he got one of the tickets, too. So he'll be at that, the uh, the showing. Right, Yobster. I don't know if you can talk or not.
13: I should be able to get you. If anyone in here wants to get into that after party, um, send L underscore Wetzel a ping on Twitter. Just directly message me. I should be able to get tickets for anyone in this room. I can't can't guarantee it, but like pretty pretty confident that we can make that happen.
2: Cool. You said what's what's the Twitter
13: handle? Uh Carter Wetzel on Twitter. L underscore Wetzel. That's that's Ryan. So Gotcha. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I'm at I'm at like a at a beach right now in texas so i think i sound more relaxed than usual i don't even recognize my own voice like first <laughs> first vacation over a year and a quarter Ooh. it's only a two-day vacation but it's it's gonna it's it feels great <laughs> and here i am it's on a twitter space, so i'm breaking i'm breaking my own rules <laughs> hey,
10: we won't ask you any questions about shades, so then it can still be considered just a hang how about that
13: that that sounds like a plan <laughs> i uh yeah We'll we'll see you all. We'll see you all at Decentral Texas. Be sure to for whoever's there, be sure to um, swing by the booth and say hello. We got a bunch of free apparel. And right after we we're gonna be live streaming all of the announcements as well. And I think I'm literally literally gonna exit the event right afterwards and hop on a Twitter Space immediately afterwards to answer questions. So keep your eyes peeled at around 10 p.m. Central Standard Time on um, Wednesday night. So should be fun.
2: Dang. What are you doing on Monday? Like, are you, so you're already there, but
13: what, what's your plan for Monday? We have like a bunch of, well, for the, this is the first time, like it's, it's a globally distributed team. So it's the first time a lot of people are going to be meeting in person. So the devs are all meeting together for a launch. The BD team is meeting for launch. There's one or two strategic partnership dinners that are happening in advance. Um, but besides that, it's like, There's there's some open slots in there, so if you know of anything happening on Monday that you think is worthy of like shade team swinging by, happy to spread the word on that internally.
2: Yeah, I was gonna invite you to the the uh, Justin Sun dinner, but I don't. I think you guys will be busy. So
13: yeah, throw throw if you throw me a ping. We the beauty the beauty (laughs) of having like a a 15 person team. I'd I like maybe we we could send one or two folks to to give it a peek if there's interesting networking opportunities as much as you know tron ecosystem yada 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 people can feel what they do about it um cosmos needs liquidity period whether it's coming from ethereum whether, whether it's generated natively within the cosmos whether it comes from from tron or algorand or cardano like where it, it doesn't doesn't truly matter like as long as it's quality liquidity with safe bridges these networking opportunities are, are a great way to like make those types of things happen. So.
11: I, I love what you're saying in theory, Tron's actually the one that I'd actually look out for just because they're the, aren't they, isn't there more USDT issued on Tron than Ethereum?
13: Yeah. The exchanges are really biased towards using, using Tron, I believe for like their settlement layer for USDT. Yeah. I'm assuming it's the cost a cost component i'm also imagine those exchanges probably are running nodes on that network too at a disproportionate rate but i, I don't i'm not entirely sure why
10: yeah they get discounts to mint usdt on tron as well too wow so that's the incentives for them
3: but it is what it is you know still good. I, love the, I love all the bridging that's happening but like my
11: one fear is it's like uh now we just lost what tiny little layer of insulation we did have to the an inevitable potential USDT crash. Like obviously that would have nuked all of crypto, but it would have been nice if our liquidity pools were not like so tainted by them, like they will be in you know probably a couple months. But at, like, is that a good trade-off? Kind of like Shade Protocol said, like we need liquidity yet. Almost all costs, and so
3: interested to see how it plays out. it plays out, but it's my one worry I have, I have, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm de- very negative in in the tether
13: regard more than most I'll voice some potential FUD here just because this is a smaller space, and it's it's kind of it's kind of fun a fun thought experiment, but everyone's worried about centrally backed digital currencies, right. I who who owns USDC circle right who owns circle blackrock i'm rapidly coming to the opinion that USDC is the cbdc that everyone's fearful of and everyone's literally welcoming the wolf in with wide open arms um so i've had some very tough discussions internally i'm actually very worried about like what the ramifications could be of like USDC becoming the go-to thing and it's the only thing that everyone trusts. Like come on, it's it's like it's like almost it's almost too simple like that 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 this is how things are playing out. Like UST crashes, there's spot about Tether, now USDC is the only thing that people can trust and adopt. I'm just I'm just warning everyone now USDC is not our friend. So, and I I say that as someone trying to build a decentralized stablecoin that's obviously trying to figure out what is stability. Um, but it, it, we can't trust centralized solutions like that.
2: Mayor, go ahead, Mayor. I got a question for Carter. So
8: you said I, Black BlackRock's involved, but I mean Coinbase is involved too. Like, what's it's it's circle? So it's like whoever whoever VC'd in a circle is is pulling the strings.
5: Yeah,
13: I I would say political leaders are never gonna look like like um people are expecting it to be like federal reserve issuing like a uh, or like, people are expecting like government to issue the cbdc but like from a historical standpoint yeah, it's going to be safe. yeah right. that's not going to happen yeah that's not going to right, gonna
11: yeah, yeah, right. Gonna be. yeah people forget the federal reserve it's not part of the government technically right,
8: right. so, so in that sense the us but i i hear what you're saying is uh, usdc which is coinbase is involved Black, I guess BlackRock. I didn't know how much they were involved. But they're trying to do everything they can to buddy up to the legislators and the regulators to be the stable coin in North America. Like, that's kind of what they're setting themselves up for. Yep, and- yep.
13: in essence. Yeah. And more and more players that back it, the more and more it, it heads in that that direction. And I'm I'm just taking the early opinion now. You heard it here first that, like, USDC is the CBDC that everyone's afraid of.
11: Well, so, like, the the one almost not, not really playing devil's advocate because I couldn't agree with you more, but I guess the reason I'm less worried about that than, like, Tether, for example, because you're absolutely right, same page, is, like, if we're sort of right about that with, like, USDC and if a lot of my negative outlooks are kind of right, like, we'll probably get to a point where it's, one of if not your only cash out methods besides like p2p like local local btc type things and so it's almost like we might as well accept it because what if eventually like unless you're going to go find another cosmonaut that's going to give you a bank wire transfer you can't even get your liquidity out of the cosmos like it could get to that point like where Coinbase eventually says, like, oh, for legal reasons, whatever, U.S. government comes in and says, uh, you know, only USDC can be traded for a fiat. You cannot trade BTC or ETH. You can trade them, but only for USDC. So that's your in and out method. Super yeah. easy to track. Uh, yeah.
8: <laughs> let me let, me ask, also, also let means, me ask this question real real quick. So with um, with USDC, if you know the version right now on osmosis it's a it's a wrapped version you know it, it's a wrapped erc20 token and so what some people are saying will there will there be a native usdc so it if it does go mainstream and we get stablecoin regulation it's it's just pegged to the U.S. dollar. What what is wrong? And I'm just going to play very naive here. I understand what's wrong. They're going to be able to track everything. But so, but doesn't stablecoin regulation overall going to help? But so, what you're saying is the negative standpoint is whoever's pulling the levers on USDC is going to know every. They're going to know all your transactions and, and everything. That's that's the downside. Like, it's not so much.
3: Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go for it.
8: I was going to
13: say, I mean, there's the potential further of like, they can... Te- so, it, de- it, I guess I'm thinking from the Ethereum standpoint now with Tether, where transactions can literally be frozen on chain, right? You could have a hypothetical world where USDC can also do that. I need to do a little bit more research to I think make they sure they have. They've yeah. blacklisted, like, I think, like, blatantly malicious actor addresses, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Don't so call me. They- but the, no, I, I believe you. I'm I'm like 90 percent sure that's the case. So imagine if like let's say we're talking about Dai, let's say the USDC collateral backing all of Dai suddenly gets blacklisted, stablecoin killed, just like that because that was the collateral backing the like the majority of the system. So I that, for me it's like there's there's lots of dangers you can think of like centralization tracking transactions. My deeper concern is that like we're letting USDC become the bedrock for decentralized finance that's the ultimate irony. And um, I'd say it's sort of like a pretty recent conviction of mine. And this is why we need the larger cosmos to come together and launch decentralized stable coins and have our stable coins all work together, help back each other. Um, and I firmly believe that USDC shouldn't be part of that picture, even if it's extremely convenient to build on top of it.
11: So I only just looked because I haven't like you're prompting me to look talking about this, but BUSD's market cap is rising pretty rapidly too, and like that's at least good in that competition. And like Paxos is fairly trusted; like it's not. Yeah, so like they're actually they're they're up to like almost eighteen billion market cap. So there is an a big alternative out there people forget about often. Gritz you wanna jump in?
7: Yeah, I have like three things. Uh, apparently, I heard Cado is bringing USDC uniters and. I find the, the parallels you guys are discussing. Uh, this is basically already happening with the USBC coming into the ecosystem through the ter- oh, tariff crashing. Right? I find that ironic. And the other thing was that I heard, I didn't hear, uh, stablecoin regulation is coming this fall. You know, the Augur end uh, people literally put out a video talking with the SEC commissioner and she said it herself. So.
13: Yeah, a certain stablecoin is going to try to launch before those things come out. I wish that Stablecoin the best of luck. I'm praying Stablecoin has learned a lot of lessons in the last month. So,
11: Stablecoin has put out some very cool informative videos that instill some confidence.
3: The uh, yeah, it's
13: it's it's unbelievably it's 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 such an impossible uphill battle it feels like but like someone has to do it and I think uh There's multiple Cosmos stablecoin projects that are working on solving it, and I'm looking forward to those projects working together. It's part of the reason I'm here in Texas. I actually
7: uh, actually moderate for the Comdex uh, Telegram guide. I'm hired there, so uh, nice to meet (laughs) you.
13: That's like perfect. (laughs) I'm hoping to talk to the Comdex team in person. You can like um, really.
7: I can uh, just talk to Rhythm, and he'll be happy to talk to you.
13: Yeah, hundred hundred percent. I think it's there's like the Zaki stablecoin too. Like all all of these stablecoin projects in the cosmos. I'm hoping, man, this is like leaking some real alpha here. I'm hoping we can form like a cosmos stablecoin alliance. Is is kind of the goal? This is one of the reasons I'm coming to Texas is try to try to build that out. That's sure. a good idea. I'm
11: not sure who's on the account right now for Shade, but like, are are you pretty technical
13: side know how? Good card. Like, I, I wrote the secret network white paper and the shape protocol white paper. Oh, so.
11: okay. Let's say so. So can I bounce an a, a shred of an idea off you for a stable coin? Sure. So it's like, it's very, it just an idea. So for years now, there's this one article that stuck in my head uh, that it was an article written about creating a synthetic dollar on BitMEX. it's so simple it's just shorting one x so you keep your bitcoin exposure uh, you stay at your usd value though or so you don't keep your exact same bitcoin exposure that fluctuates but and so i was just i for so long i've been thinking i wonder if there's something there and then since Terra happened i've been kind of talking to people like you know derivatives margin in general but even derivatives in particular like are proven to already be possible and like work in the cosmos. Demex has it on a uh, carbon chain. And so it's like, theoretically the tools are there. I almost wonder if there's some not a stable coin that you would trade around and put into liquidity pools and, and stuff like that, but almost a safer, like alternative method of fleeing into stables when needed. So like, if something like osmosis, like a relief really fleshed out decks with a lot of liquidity were to have a button somewhere that, or, or like a, a thing that would pop up where you're basically like enter which of your assets you want to basically like convert to stable kind of freeze the value of, I don't know. And it would just short them one X and then you keep the, exposure to the asset, but the USD value of it stays the same as the amount of that asset that you hold fluctuates. And it's like, it's it's not a solution for the stablecoin problem because you can't, you know, trade it around and like use it as payment, but it might be a piece of the puzzle. Like, it's just an idea I've played around with for years, like I said. I don't know. if
5: Yeah.
13: I No, I, I think, so the way I like to think about it is there's assets have three types of relationships to each other, correlated, uncorrelated, and inverse relationship, right? Um, and so kind of what you're describing, well, in this case, is sort of like a, a futures contract where it's an, op, it's an option to hedge risk in the event of a, of a crisis, right? Um, what's the ultimate problem with like hedging risk in the event of the crisis? is tied to the liquidity of that individual like, futures market, in essence. I think the crypto space as a whole is gross hedging side of things, in terms of like decentralized tooling. So if we can build out those types of insurance products and those types of hedging products, it does open up uh, flexibility for DAOs and protocols to hedge against catastrophic events. So I think I think you're like the headspace and the concept is like hundred percent correct. We're just we're just missing the projects that have pursued those. And part of the reason I think it's really hard to build those markets is just is there enough demand and enough liquidity around those those hedging markets at this stage? Yeah, it's tough. It's
11: really, really Right, like one of like one of the reasons that that idea originated and works on something like Bitmax or Bybit is because there's just bottomless liquidity from like the big boy market makers. So like in theory, you don't have to worry about it ever just ticking out in the system, all just kind of crumbling. Um, yeah, and then like a slightly further like thought on it: if something like that would be built out and fleshed out, uh, it would be interesting to then see like your position your perp futures contract whatever it would be uh represented with a token kind of like an lp token that could then be treated like a stable coin and traded around and sent between people and what it represents is an underlying 1x short for one dollar worth of whatever asset it represents let's say atom rosmosis so like but again that would require just tons of liquidity backing the whole system like it's kind of something you can't build at the beginning i feel like is that sort of what you were getting at yeah it's like an
13: it's like an end game product that we wish we had right now because it would allow us to hedge risk against the the protocol's long tail risk in essence like if if terra for instance during during the crash was somehow able to have short positions opened from the very get-go as things crashed they probably could have outpaced attackers right like conceptually i'm not entirely sure that works but like that's kind of the concept right in terms of just
11: like capital flow yep yep so yeah right interesting true i haven't thought about
13: that but it ends up really weird when the protocol is shorting itself in the event of a crisis so that it can dig itself out of that hole it's like a very it's like a very strange concept um it'd be like yeah a bank shorting itself as it's as it's crashing it's these these are really weird concepts that i don't think we've even necessarily seen out seen play out in traditional markets but welcome to that's a beautiful beautiful way to illustrate it though for anyone who's confused about what we were talking about like a bank
11: shorting itself as it as it crashes and like then being able to stay afloat off of its own short on itself
7: (laughs) hilarious
11: I mean, it's funny because like s- stuff like that happens in crypto. Like a couple more layers of abstraction, but basically, we're describing like certain types of scams that come out that are just two part, where you know two entities are set up. One gets the investments, the other profits off its <laughs> its drop. And it's just extrapolating it to big boys like banks or an entire like protocol.
13: I I do agree that it's the missing piece of the puzzle though, because. Like uh correlated assets, it's like, okay, let's say you're using Bitcoin to back your stablecoin. Like that's a that's a correlated asset to your stablecoin, because it's a part of the same industry. You try to get if you can get real estate represented on a blockchain, okay, great. That's like an uncorrelated asset. But an uncorrelated asset isn't necessarily like a dynamic backing in relation to sharp volatility. It's just like a nice floor of stability. Inverse correlation that's when you can start to hedge risk and that's when we can make these systems even safer by that same token though the very thing that introduces stability is the very thing that can also break things right and that and that's why like few per, perpetual shorts and those markets if we build the defi versions of those things will break by that very tool that also saves protocols so it's it's just a game of you can't you can never get rid of the risk you can just merely shift where it lives you know
11: yeah, I've always wondered, actually, like, perpetual futures exactly as we know them in uh, something like Bybit or, like, BitMEX. Like, I, I'm not sure if that's even totally possible on chain. Like, obviously, futures and derivatives in general, but, like, PERP contracts are weird. Aren't PERP perpetual swaps kind of a new thing invented by crypto? Like, prior, it's always contracts with settlement dates. Like, perpetuals, very
13: odd in how it works. I'm sure someone can figure it out, though. What am I saying? <laughs> I know solvency can become a a difficult variable in
3: this equation, too.
11: Right. Yeah. Well, since we have you up here, shade. I mean, I know you can't like leak too much out for anything about shade, but like, I've been just long term wanting to dig more into secret network. I think it's like obviously one of the big cores. I mean, I've always dug into it a good bit, but like in terms of just things uh, on the DApp front or smart contract front that are possible with privacy uh, aside from just obvious things like, oh, I can send a transaction to you and it's private, or I can I can swap these coins and it's private. Um, open-ended question, but just like obviously being a, a shade protocol and writing so involved with everything like do you have any just good examples or cool things like uh i'm trying to think of one right now that was on the tip of my tongue but uh it was something that was only possible possible because of the invention of uh zero knowledge proofs um and it wasn't just a simple like you know there's transactions hidden i can't think of what it was but Yeah, what are some things that excite you, I guess, with the possibilities that Secret Network and then Shade will, like, offer in a general sense?
13: Yeah, I mean, I think if you think about privacy as ultimately a form of access controls, it's pretty much going to impact every single vertical in some interesting and meaningful way. Um, Like, we could start with something fairly obvious in the world of crypto, which is, like, NFTs. Um, right now everyone's metadata is completely public for these, these NFTs. Um, and if you think of NFTs beyond just like, Oh, cool. It's a JPEG. You could have stuff like uh, real estate, right? Where you have digitized, uh, deeds and only the owner is able to see certain components of that NFT data because it's encrypted on chain, but because they have ownership via the cryptography on secret network. They can decrypt that locally and do interesting things and interact meaningfully with like that data set. Um, I think probably one of my, my favorite little secret network projects that other projects aren't able to do is Anons. It was the first ever NFT project on Secret Network. If you purchase an Anon um, nested within the metadata, it's encrypted, is an access to a Telegram chat room. And it's pretty much all of the most influential like secret network whales. And if you ever tra- trade away your NFT, you automatically get booted from that telegram room. And the new owner in the NFT is able to kind of decrypt the NFT and, and regain control um, to like that chat room. So it's like really like interesting novel access control stuff with NFTs that I think is 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 really interesting. Bigger projects such as Jackal are doing privacy preserving file storage using using Secret Network. They're chasing after a very, very, very big um vertical um, and they actually have like connections to the filecoin foundation where even like the biggest players in the file storage space and space blockchain are kind of having to acknowledge there isn't this on-chain privacy for access controls um, data vault another one similar to jackal alter is doing privacy preserving communications on chain so they're trying to recreate telegram discord email the full nine yards but totally decentralized um, and with those private access controls on the DeFi side, of course, I'm a firm believer that if, if you want stable coins to bridge back to consumers, you have to have privacy for stable coins. That's also auditable. The example I always like to give, like if I go up to a hot dog stand and like try to purchase something, like let's say I was on Ethereum, that person could like check chain data and know like who I am, how much is in that in that wallet in every single transaction I've ever made since the beginning of time. And that's like, that's like a security risk. That's a sovereignty risk. It's a privacy risk. And so I think if we want to bridge back to commerce, auditable privacy has to be a component of that leverage. And um, like, for instance, like MakerDAO, everyone's liquidation price points are completely publicly visible. You recreate a lending product on Secret Network and suddenly your liquidation price point isn't public, right? Like that's, that's encrypted, encrypted data that only the, the user... User knows about so um, there's a wide there's a wide sampling. I think we're still learning what it means to leverage privacy-preserving smart contracts. Um, the biggest tools that have helped us, though, is we have something called Grip Tape, which is a front-end framework that spun up in the last six months, and our projects are being built really, really quickly using Grip Tape. And we also have contract frameworks that have also emerged recently too. And I think our tooling is way ahead of the curve. Even if even if someone else is also able to launch privacy preserving smart contracts, um, their tooling is going to be at least a year to a year and a half behind Secret Network. So I think uh, this is going to be the you know, assuming we can turn around on this bear market and we can get products like Shape Protocol fully launched, I think we're going to see kind of a renaissance in in twenty twenty three. Um, Secret Network has all these amazing experimental devs, like people that. They're, they're here to experiment with the tech stack and try to build these novel use cases that you can't build anywhere else. Because at the end of the day, whether, whether you're building on like Ethereum or Juno or Avalanche or Solana, like those are all public, those are all public blockchains, right? So it's, it's different languages or it's different frameworks, but like the design space is, is like somewhat similar. I hate, I hate to say it, but privacy-preserving smart contracts are completely unexplored so every day we get the chance as a community to kind of look around the room and be like, wow, like we're all experimenters. We we don't even know what's possible. And that's that's truly exciting. That was awesome.
7: Hey, I sent a message in the shade protocol uh, telegram. If you wanted to DM me, I'll forward you with information so you can get in touch with combat.
13: Amazing. Yeah, let me pull it up right now. The old multitask. Let's see here. Amazing.
12: Yeah, let them know they should be good in touch.
13: <clears throat> and I've met some of the Comdex team before, but like more intros never hurt. I'm hopefully in person we will be able to express the idea of a Cosmos Alliance pretty well. Um, and I think there's some Ethereum stablecoin projects that may or may not may or may not be interested in in bridging to such a thing too. So stable, stable, strong together conceptually still stands true to this day. <laughs>
11: Is uh? Do you know? Just because I assume you guys are kind of keeping tabs on on stable coin projects and such. One that I always think about. I think they're still developing
13: stuff. Ampleforth. Do you remember them? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the the one where like the supply like inflates or deflates collectively across yeah, the? So, yeah, yeah, fascinating. Yeah,
11: yeah. yeah. So it um its price fluctuates between like $0.70 cents and $1. thirty, But, you know, this many years later, it's, it's, it's still stable there just by rebasing. But I'm pretty sure they're doing... Yeah, no, okay, I just came to their website. The Ample, so that was their initial idea. Like they wanted Ample to be a stable coin where through rebasing and some arbitrage and other things, it would just kind of find a dollar. But I think that failed. And instead of just like giving up, I haven't like dug into this but the ample backed stablecoin is coming. So they're trying to build some other stablecoin on top of their rebasing one. Now that's super interesting because the one thing I can say about ample even though it is not easily pegged to a dollar is that it has maintained a fluctuation around a dollar very consistently. Right? Like so maybe there's something there to use something that has some proving core value i don't know i'll have to dig into this but i was just curious if you had kept up at all sounds like not really
13: yeah <laughs> the, not not, not to that level of granularity with with timelines but I've, I've i've heard about ample before and that's like conceptually the fact that like everyone gets inflated and deflated to keep it at target peg was like really really fascinating experiment
5: but yeah I'll let's
13: check just- it out
11: it's just way different, right? It's like a totally out of left field attempt at it, which can at least be admired, I feel like.
13: <laughs> oh, definitely. We have to we have to admire well thought out experiments and I think I think that's the one one thing I I think, you know, in twenty twenty two people have stopped using the language of like, oh like this is an experiment. And then things blow up and forty billion dollars go to zero and everyone like I, I think we need to continue as like builders to make sure it's very clear that these are, these are still all experiments, like outside of Bitcoin and Ethereum. So many of these tech stacks are still experiments as much as we all like to believe that this is like set in stone. We're going to look back 10 years from now and realize that this, like we're, we're all very locally biased in terms of time, right? Like we're not capable of like zooming out and, and seeing the bigger picture. Cause we can't, you know perfectly know what the future looks like in relation to right now. And I think uh, we should admire the experiments and be very careful when we don't frame things as experiments.
11: That's very well put. Extremely. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll I'll shut up after this bit. But just in case anyone's curious, I clicked on the read more. It looks like their new thing they're trying is called Spot, and it's a perpetual note backed by fully collateralized Ample derivatives. Um, it can fulfill many properties of modern stablecoin, but it's not pegged to any particular value. Its price will likely float within a range similar to Ample, but you can think of Spot as a derivative that strips away most of Ample's supply volatility. So, and that's somewhat newish. That was modified 18 days ago, so at least something to keep an eye on.
7: Yeah, I just and found a open- random... I just found a random post that uh, I don't know if you guys know anything about Flux, but they're doing a distribution to uh, Cosmos. Apparently. I just saw a post. About what? Uh, d- they're going to be distributing their token to Cosmos. I don't know if nope. you know What's
3: if the flux project is. name.
7: Oh, it's called Flux. I actually mine them. Oh, Flux! I remember that. People think they're like a cache, but they're completely, they're not completely different, but they're, they're very different. And I would really recommend reading their white paper. It was one of my favorites.
13: Cool. we Will do.
2: Thanks, Chris.
13: I'm going to hop gonna... off hey. for the, uh, hop off for the night, but thanks for, thanks for chatting. I I know I hopped in there and talked a bunch, but thanks. Thanks for, thanks for listening and, uh, be sure to join the shape protocol telegram discord and like looking forward to sharing with the cosmos all things silk, the stable coin and all things primitives that are about to be announced. So stay tuned.
2: Thank you, Carter. Appreciate it. And we'll see you over there in Decentral and Austin. Take it easy, everybody. I'm actually going to wrap up the room here. Have a great night. See you tomorrow. Uh, We're actually going to do a a space for Spark IBC with Timmy at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. So we'll see everybody there. Have a good night.
1: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the IBC Gang Lounge hosted by Lil Gaines, recorded on Friday, June 3rd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go, and it's fine if I don't know, I already sold my soul, getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino, feeling up, I'm in a bowl, with these avalanche flows, stopping rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going, and the rest of y'all know, that we hit the ground sore, and I'll be coming for the fuckers, that be summoning the trouble, running on the double while I'm handing out the W's, putting wins on the board every fucking day, they love me on the team because I know my fucking place, better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning,
10: The future states that there is no time other than the collapseation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living.
6: Common knowledge,
1: but important nonetheless. Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish
0: is fulfilled. Alexa? Can you play that one sci-fi space where he clowned all the moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand?
1: I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily like 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, TikTok, I remember a can, time. And it's Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed, when things that were said on random Twitter Spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. 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 That's the best bad. Uh-huh. Why isn't Luna in wind turbines Hey, guys, though? I'm um, reading all about these wind Guys, turbines. do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since, like, 2018, and I can give you a full breakdown. Um, just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins.
5: Oh my god you guys i don't
1: know what to do so much blood
5: it's so red
0: from the creators of your exit liquidity in association with we all love to hear ourselves
1: talk inc for more information go to teraspaces.org donate
5: Faces.